system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Oh, no shit. Look, it isn't a stop raining. That's nice. Looking down our little our little window here, down in the podcast cave. How can uh, you tell it's going to stop raining? Because I can see over there yonder in the distance. Yonder? Oh, is there some sun? That looks like them skies are lighting up. Screw this weather this week, man. Yeah, I'll tell you, ain't that the truth? You know, we're here in the Midwest, so of course we're in, uh, you know, like like the last blast of winter. There's snow it's coming. It's not even like the last blast. This is a really late winter blast. No. Well, but we're not even, it's not yeah. even supposed to be as bad as they said it was going to be last week. We're, it said one to two inches of snow that's going to be gone by like the next morning. It's, it's, it's they just, said actually the bigger concern is the freeze overnight because it's so late in the season. They're like, if you've got stuff out already, it's a problem. It's very, um, it's just funny for uh, folks who live in the Midwest or maybe Pacific. Northwest or Northeast, I suppose, too. This is like that time of year where events and stuff are total crapshoots. Yep. Now, we're recording this on, on Monday. It's the 19th, but tomorrow's 420. And uh, in Ann Arbor, much prior to all this legality talk, there has been a famous hash bash that has been held on the campus of the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. And it's been this big, huge outdoor event for legalization dating back to the 70s. And this thing every year, the the pictures from it are hilarious because it's really, truly the swing of it's spring. And it's beautiful. And and, and, and there's people in shorts enjoying themselves. And then it's people in the most miserable downpour of like rain or sleet or just just overall nastiness that can be the emergence out of winter. I think this year is going to be, no, No. it's going to be the misery. No, there's no, and and, you know. But it's going to be like 60 degrees again by the weekend because, you know, hashtag pure Michigan. That's what it is. So wherever you are, hello, welcome on in 29th episode this past. Pat and AJ podcast. Thank you for finding us. However you did, if you want to keep up, patandaj.com. We have things there. We have blogs there. I have AJ winking at me over here. Oh, should I put my eye patch down? Arr, matey. See, if I'd you, be a pirate. If you listen to the last podcast so you can catch up, we have a bunch of episodes now. Now we have enough to say, like, you can binge them all. Oh, yeah. Not that there's that, that there's any continuous line. No, and I'm not going to say, this isn't like Ozark. I'm not going to say but, it's that good, but, no. you know, you could binge it. But I'm just saying, if you're doing, like, a fucking 12-hour drive somewhere, pop on 12 episodes. We'll you know, hang out with you. But AJ, our last episode, talked all about her eye phobia and how she had had an issue with her eye recently. Thursday night, yeah, last and Thursday night. She, since then, the update, everyone, is that AJ has a scratch cornea <gasps> and she is wearing an eye patch and it is awesome. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awesome. She wears an eye patch and I just walk by and go, yarrr! It's so stupid. I but w- I, it's really sensitive to light right now. It so. is fantastic. It's, it's 
it's very sensitive to light. I don't think the weather helps when it's rainy and overcast like this. My sinuses like go on blast anyways. I said, but she, today's looks like, um, she looks like Daryl Hannah in a Kill Bill because she's like a very hot blonde <laughs> with an eye patch. Oh, thanks. That's so sweet. Except she had a really cool story about a kung fu master poking out her eye. Yeah, I had a cat hair stuck in my eye. Not nearly as cool. Not as cool. But no. just as deadly. Kung fu master, cat. Yeah. Equally as deadly to your eyes. <laughs> So that's what AJ's doing. Wearing me eye patch. Thanks for putting it on, because like legit, when you took it I'm off, tired of wearing it. But the second I take it off, my eye reminds me, hey, look, it's sensitive. I'm trying to look at you, and then like you'll just slowly like you're doing the uh, uh, Lucille Austero, no, the Lucille Bluth wink from Arrested Development. <laughs> you're you're just like, eh. that's what you're just so okay. Put that on or look away. Or something. Oh, I know. I don't know. It's so tough. I don't know Fun. what the right thing is to do. Fun times here. <laughs> So this is why this is a podcast and not like a video cast yeah. or like an IG feed or anything you know, like that. I had a discussion about that uh, a few weeks ago with somebody who wanted to do a podcast, but mm-hmm. he wanted to do it so that we recorded like on video the yeah. entire thing and Tons then of people do it sure. and then uploaded it to youtube make and, it an audio visual experience and but he didn't want to like upload it to the streaming platform so he just wanted to upload it to youtube and i okay. said a that's not how people listen and b you are overestimating how interesting it yeah. is to see us sitting here talking for a half hour because it's not interesting. Yeah, I, I, I unless you're wearing few... an eye patch. Oh, that's yeah, that's pretty funny. Today it's interesting. I mean, it depends what you're doing. If it's part of an overall feed, like we have some friends who are working at a really neat new thing in Detroit. It's called Woodward Sports Network, and it's um this uh, Detroit, Michigan sports network. They cover all things in the mitten with with sports, but it is not on a traditional... Say it's not on an AM or FM signal. Yeah, it's not an AM, FM, or an ESPN or any of that shit. It's it's all app-based, where you can either choose to listen to the uh, audio feed, like a radio show or a podcast, or you can watch... The visual, yeah, which is you know kind of that same thing, but see, it's an option there. So that's if someone wants to see, because I think that they have some pretty, uh, they have like characters, former like ball players, so maybe they have a little bit more of a visual element. Yeah, your buddy is just some schmo. Yeah, and does someone really just want to watch some schmo talk on a microphone? Listen, he's boring as all get out. Just is he in a, person? Is he a good looking? <laughs> Um, he's not ugly. No, but you gotta look really hot. <laughs> That's a hot. terrible thing to say. No, 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 but I mean, it's true. I don't know, I'm a married woman, I don't look at guys and, and yeah. immediately size them up. I mean, he's a good looking guy, yeah. but he is boring as all get out. Like, There's a lot to go to that. And That's I'm like, why you I don't are not it. that interesting. Yeah. Like, nobody will say, I don't, I wouldn't even expect anybody to watch me right now with my damn eye patch. No, we, like I said, we fucked around with, like, the... Justin TV, remember oh, that? So easy. This that was back in 2009 with our very first morning show gig yeah. in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and the idea of visually streaming—I can't wear this. <laughs> this guy pulled up <laughs> the don't, iPad. Don't, don't don't wink at me. Um, but the idea of visually streaming a radio show was very new. People weren't streaming anything back in 2009 like they are today. No. And we found this Justin TV thing, and we said, "Okay, we'll stream us live on Justin TV." And it was right at the beginning of just streaming in general and people were awful i mean it was four hours of us being called fat and ugly well yeah, and I mean, it just it became was, pointless like i was like this isn't this i, I well, don't have I time to the deal problem with this was with what we were doing it was so early in the game the only people that were really in in those channels it was still really undergroundy so the trolls yeah 
<laughs> but but really, what we were experiencing was just a precursor to, unfortunately, what we saw during the pandemic yeah. with the Zoom Zoom bombs. Which um, were you ever a part of a Zoom bomb? No. I'm like, kind of sad I wasn't. No, 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 no. It's really fucking awkward. Like, Is it? Tr- like, like, trust me. Zooms are awkward in general. I feel, I feel like we've kind of gotten over it, but they they can still be awkward. A little bit, yeah. I mean, for Were the you most part, part of a Zoom bomb? So I was, this was during, and I couldn't talk about this when we had our terrestrial radio guys, show. let me tell you, so much fun, crazy, cool shit oh, happened when we were on the actual FM dial with Pat being in school, but we couldn't talk about from Pat like, being in school. From like insanity and bed bugs and... And oh my professors God. and and all and, we wanted to do was talk oh about it on the morning show. We couldn't. But the Zoom bomb was when I was doing a virtual internship at a agency in New Jersey, and it was in Jersey City, which is right across the river from New York. It's a very impoverished area, and we were part of a Zoom, which was a community Zoom about, um, I believe, the pandemic. We, I mean, we were still in the middle of it. Yeah. It was not nothing. I mean, it was still like dark times. But whatever it was, it was just the beginning phase of those big Zoom get-togethers. Now, when you say Zoom bomb, are you talking about like a Zoom hack or like what's a like I don't know I I you say Zoom bomb and I feel like you know like I don't know somebody you weren't expecting pops up in your Zoom. I feel like there's a difference though between a Zoom bomb and a Zoom hack. Well, I mean, whatever they're doing, I mean, I don't know. They're hackers. I mean, I, I'm going to sound so old. There's someone right now calling me a simp that's listening to oh, this. Good for you. Uh, but <laughs> it's just someone that joins in a Zoom and and then just bombs it. And, and so, what happened in your Zoom? Uh, um, well, it started with a bunch of uh, racial slurs. Oh, and, and this is a predominantly ninety percent, I'd say, African American um, Zoom. So, was it a person? Like a you bunch. could see them? It was <gasps> coordinated. Oh my like, but, God. But see, you would never see this. As, I forget, not everyone's been in these because I've been so involved with this stuff. Have you ever been in a Zoom with like hundreds of people? No. Okay. Like you've the never. The biggest been... Zoom I've been in was like probably 12 people. Okay, yeah. See, when you get to ones with hundreds, there's pages and pages yeah. of people. So you don't know who is where and yeah. why. And it's very coordinated. And then all of a sudden, after all these racial slurs oh. start happening, the host is trying to, you know, go on with not acknowledging them, and then they know how to put graphics on the screen. Ooh. And they're drawing, like, dicks on the screen well, and see, stuff. Well, see, penises are funny, but... And then they would literally, like, the guy's like, we're going to end this, and we're going to take this to a Facebook Live. Oh. Which, which, unfortunately, then takes away the interactive nature yeah. of a Zoom call where it's supposed to be a community talking about how we're coping during a pandemic. Then it just becomes a person talking yeah. at a camera. Yeah, now it's just one, one dude person, yeah. reading comments from a Facebook Live and it was because of that. So again, that shit sounded funny when we were reporting on it. Like, oh, there was some, uh, you know, 12th grade Zoom that got bombed by a porn and all of a sudden there's porn playing. Trust me, when you're in it, man, it is uncomfortable, Ooh, I man. Bet. It is weird shit, I dude. Say that I probably the only thing that um, I was part of uh, during the pandemic as mm-hmm. far as Zoom was yeah. we tried one Zoom surprise party. Okay. 
And it was for your best friend's wife, Emily. Oh, oh boy, that was early on. That was early on, yeah. And this, you know, we had all used Zoom, and like I kind of thought we all knew how to use it, but we just had this terrible feeling (laughs) that Pat's best friend was not going to be able to pull this off because he admits he's not the next, the the most tech savvy guy in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and he said it it was such a wonderful thought. He had it set up for his wife, and she was going to come downstairs, and we were all going to be on the screen and say happy birthday and. I was like, I'm sitting there waiting for it. And all of a sudden we start, we start PMing like with his sister and her best friend. I said, Hey, am I the only one that can't get into this? And they said, no, none of us can. So like, but it was still a surprise for her, but that was, that was was awkward. That was just zoom technical difficulties. Yeah. No, that was probably, yeah, no, I was never part of like a zoom hack or anything. Oh, I'm telling you not good times. I am glad once again, people ask to go, Pat, why are you so pro vaccine? Pat, why are you so, because I want to get back to the regular awkwardness of doing face-to-face, you know, conversations because <laughs> they're way less awkward. Wouldn't it be no- funny if you were in a meeting at work, like in person now, yes. and instead of like a Zoom hack, you just yeah. draw like a penis and on a piece of paper on someone's and face. just hold yeah. it up. <laughs> like yeah, that's, thank you very much. That's the See? equivalent of a Zoom hack. <laughs> See, that shit would never happen. If we were having that community meeting in Jersey City, New Jersey... Uh, we would never have someone just show up to the meeting and then go, hey, guys, and drop a bunch of N-bombs. No. I don't think that's happening in real life. Because they get their ass kicked. Okay? So that should really be our push for the vaccine, right? Because now everyone's all like, woo, woo, woo. They pause one of them, which, by the way, I got the Johnson & Johnson. I'm 14 days in, not dead. Thank you very much. I've continued my streak 42 years alive because he has and going for Thank the unhealthy much. lifestyle he I'm lives going. his immune system is iron clad listen i really think our national push should be get the vaccine to end zoom meetings <laughs> if you make that the push to all i don't care who you are where you live backwoods uptown downtown if you want zooms to be over go get vaccinated lines up and down the i just remember when this all up started and and, and like Zoom meetings were new and everybody had their camera on. And then within like two months, like our work meetings became nobody had their camera on except for our general manager. And she, like she didn't force anybody to turn their no. camera on, but it just became pointless. We <laughs> had our camera off when they fired us. We weren't even on camera when they fired us. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been funny? I know. I was, I was like, oh, I'm like, hold on. Let me turn on our camera. You guys just fired us. That I should do been that. So funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Terrible. Terrible. All right, be good, be here. Thanks for being here. We have good news. It's it's, it's good news. Great news. Uh, we'll talk about a road trip AJ's taken. And Maloney's back. Maloney! Butt naked, hold on. Stabler! Oh, it feels good. The good news with Pat and AJ. Oh, good news. Always up at patandaj.com, by the way. You want to go see the pictures from anything, go do that. And who wants to hear all today about a police dog officer Ooh. that's named Clarence? Everybody. Oh, Clarence, yes. puppy. Hey, man, Capitol Police, they've kind of gotten kicked in the head about 9,000 times this year. None of that was okay. Talk, None of I it. Mean, I mean, talk about a, uh, a law enforcement agency that we all maybe not even knew existed to we know way too much, unfortunately, uh, who they are and what they do and why they do it. And this is not back to January 6th. Instead, we go to April 2nd. Yes, you remember we had an issue at the White House. It appears to just been a man who had some mental health yeah. issues. But he did ram his car into a security barricade outside of the complex. And he did uh, kill a Capitol Police officer. Again, this, these guys are so real. And from everything that no happened on, on the 6th, then this happens. 
So what do you do? Sometimes empathy can best be expressed through a furry friend, and that's where we bring in a St. Bernard named Clarence. (laughs) He's actually Officer Clarence. (gasps) He's an officer. Officer Clarence comes along with his handler, Deputy Chief William Gordon. He's of the Greenfield Police Department of Massachusetts, who came down because he volunteers with the nonprofit Canine First Responders, which offers up comfort to people affected by traumatic events. Through animals. that and We saw that here uh, when our son's classmate died. We had a big vigil at the school, and they brought out comfort and therapy animals for the kids. It was wonderful. So being a comfort dog, they brought in Officer Clarence, who, <laughs> by the way, he's named for the late musician Clarence Clemens. I didn't know that St. Bernard's could be like, so is he a police dog? Uh, he is a police dog, but specifically a police comfort dog. Aww. So this is, we're talking first responders. When there's a house fire yeah. and there's kids freaking out. They bring the dog Here out. comes here Officer comes Clarence. Clarence. And he's like, let's hang out, man. So Officer Clarence came on down to the rotunda and he was able to provide some comfort for all of the fellow Capitol Police officers. They had a terrible year. Including um, the family of the fallen officer, William Billy Evans. So he was there photographed alongside the casket. Oh my God! Even got a chance to get a pet from the president. Oh, this could make me cry. And uh, <laughs> it's just sitting by the kids. You know, this is what Officer Clarence does. He usually comes oh. out to help out on the first responders' uh, calls, but this was one of his own that needed the comfort. So Officer Clarence hung out with everyone. Oh, baby, I'll put these pictures up at patnady.com so you can cry too. And that's they're the, too good for us people. That's the good news. Does make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. So we're a couple of weeks behind on this. I forgot what happened the night it was on. Law and Order SVU was on Thursdays. What you watching? And nothing's at any day anymore. Well, true. That's that's my issue. I do kind of like besides it, live sports, nothing no. is on any real day anymore. But I, I don't know what we were doing that night, but it was on TV, except it was on mute, and it was the episode where Elliot Stabler makes his triumphant return to SVU. Now, these are the beloved characters portrayed by Christopher Maloney, who not only has been a fantastic actor in Law & Order, but also has a great role in Oz for all you women who lust after him. You know he hangs full dong in Oz. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I follow him on Twitter. He has liked my tweets before. Oh, boy. So he knows I exist somewhere in the digital world. That's exciting. So I love watching the women talk about his ass, though. And, and, like, people will say that. Like, you know, you can see his ding-dong in Oz. Like, go watch all it. Over. All oh, over. Well, like, like, like every episode. There is butt. There is penis. Go watch it. But don't worry. Uh, then you had his female counterpart. Mariska Hargitay, Hargitay, who is my love. I love her. She's my spirit animal. I love her as a person. And this was arguably kind of a big deal. It's also super hot. Law & Order is one of those shows in all the incarnations that there's been. There's too many, in there's, my opinion. <laughs> there is... A pair of detectives that become this buddy cop, yeah. literally, storyline. They're, they're, they think outside the box, man. And through time, much like SNL, you have a favorite era. Whether it's Law & Order, SVU, Criminal Intent, yeah. Law & Order, LA, there's a certain era where you go, those two, that was my favorite yeah. era. And for SVU, it is the 
That, I mean, that's... It has to be the Stabler-Benson era. That's yeah. what they say is the best era, the highlight era. So having this reunion show oh. for Law & Order junkies was a big deal. Now, if you thought it was just reunion show, it wasn't, because it's really... And this made me even more excited. It's the kickoff yes. to a new Law & Order yeah. starring Christopher Maloney's butt... Oh, called organized crime. Do you he, know he's old enough to be your father, right? I don't care. See, I have to he's say 60. that now. See, AJ does that shit Who to cares? me. She does that shit all the time. <laughs> I'll be watching like a Dua Lipa video. I'll be like, look at that Dua Lipa. And she'll be like, old enough to be your daughter. <laughs> I, I will start ruining your fantasies as fast as you ruin mine. Leave me alone. He's <laughs> so hot. No, but so this is, now the weird part is AJ wasn't a law and order person. No. I got her into it. I thought it was a cheesy show when I started. I, I I gave it a chance years ago. I thought it was cheesy and dumped it. So when I started getting back into them, because I originally used to watch all of them, I got you into it. Yeah, I just happened to be in the room while he was watching it, and I said, okay, well, this isn't so bad, I guess. And you, you, you've never experienced the expansion. And I was there when the original, when all of a sudden there were like fucking five Law & Orders on. There are so many. But- I mean, legit, there was Law & Order, the original, and then they brought on SVU, and then it was Criminal Intent, and then there was like a real-life one for a second, and then there was another one that Orbach, uh, Jerry Orbach starred in until he died, and then there was Law & Order LA. You know, so as I was driving around today thinking about Law & Order, because that's what I do with my life, yeah, you know. I was thinking, man, it is about time that they started an organized crime sect of Law and Order, because See, you know what, what? Every show, every movie about the mob, about gangsters, whatever family they're part. It's it all takes place on the East Coast. They dump the bodies in See, you know in Jersey. Okay. I'm like, it's about time you guys started Here's a Law and Order for this. So the new one's Law and Order, organized crime. Organized so crime. Basically, um, Stabler came back, reunited with Benson. I won't give it away. Yeah, you can watch the they did reunited yeah. storyline. They did an episode together in SVU, which set up his new show, Law and Order, Organized Crime, where he's in this organized crime. You have to watch the SVU episode first. Here's my thing, though. With all the Law & Orders, the hallmark of them, which has kind of been why I love them so much, is that there's not an overbearing storyline thread between episodes. Yeah. Yeah, your, your DAs, your cops... Your and, main characters, and their relationships, they're yeah. there. They're there, and they have continuous storylines. But the the show is not at all about their personal lives. Exactly, the, the personal lives exist, but that's not the focus. So you can watch an episode and not know what happened in the previous one for the most part, and, and be who okay, cares, yeah. right? Because they're catching the bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy did something to catch the bad guy. With organized crime, is this now going to be? Because every great mob story is a oh, you know, it's the Godfather, the Sopranos. They're big, long. Who's ratting out who? So I thought about that today as I was driving as well. Thank I said, you. "Am I?" All of AJ's good ideas come from when she's driving. <laughs> so glad I'm paying attention to the road. Yeah. This is, distracted think? driving is her planning out <laughs> yeah. the next Law and Order franchise. About Law and Order today. Yeah. Um, I thought about that while I was driving too, though, and I thought, "Am I going to get sick of it if it's just the one storyline per season?" Exactly. But you're right; they are big and they are drawn Those are out. Big storylines, man. And I mean, you know. Uh, 
SVU is Spoiler like, alert, but, you know, um, Stabler has been in Italy for the last 10 years working, like, on... What was he doing? I don't know. He was a lazy... Well, organized liaison. crime. Or, I mean, yeah. that's what it was. So, I'm like, I feel like every storyline could go really deep for multiple episodes. And you know what? I don't care because I get to look uh, at his ass. Yeah, see, I don't want to get into, <laughs> it, like, a long storyline show right well, now. Well, I'm also wondering what's going to happen with Stabler and Benson because Benson... Mariska Hargitay, one of those beautiful women on earth. Yeah. She makes an appearance a- in Law and Order Organized Crime. A couple of appearances AJ, in the first episode. AJ, like everyone else in the Law and Order SVU universe. Is waiting for Stabler and Benson to hook up. That's yeah. all they want. And listen, I kept telling her It won't last happen. Night, it's not going to happen. I said, listen here. They're, they're, I'm not even going to say brother and sister. No, they're not. No, 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 listen. There's a lot of sexual listen, tension there. listen. They're cousins, okay? Now, but they're cousins that maybe only saw each other once every two years growing up. Have you seen the way they look at each other? Stop! (laughs) So they recognize when they hit that age, like, that wasn't my cousin. But you can't do that! And that's why you'll never, ever see I that storyline. They will keep me wrapped around their long order fingers. You don't want to see the cousins get together. Trust I do. No, I want to see Benson don't. and Stabler put it to each Trust other. Me. I want to see him roll up his sleeves and take her to town. No, you can <laughs> you can see him make very passionate gay love to a man in Oz. I can watch that? that too. You know what He's else? He's a very dominant boyfriend in Oz. I found interesting in my thoughts about law. I can't believe I thought so much about law and order Jeez, in the last Christ. 24 hours. I, I, <laughs> Here I am last night. I'm taking a Xanax because all this fucking real estate transactions that I'm doing is driving me up a wall. <laughs> we're closing meanwhile, our house and we're selling our house and I'm worried about law and order. <laughs> AJ's like, I got something to pitch to Dick Wolf. Can someone get me Dick Wolf on the line? Anyone? What I was thinking, as we were watching it last night, I was like, what's it going to be like when Stabler comes back? And it's very interesting the way they bring him back as like the hot headed cop and you, if you watch any of it, you know when he rolls up his sleeves in the interrogation That's room. Always the he's about yeah. to kick ass and take names. Now they're like, "Hey, you can't do that anymore. Times have changed, and it's just so weird to see it like yeah, in real they life." Are, they are, um, which is this is a, like a, even more of an overall discussion we can have one day about just society's perceptions of law enforcement yeah. and how we have one when it's entertainment and one when it's reality. Yeah. Um, but it he is obviously going to play a role of a old school cop yeah. in a very new, and they're already using buzzwords like woke, Yeah. Um, in a new, quote, woke society. Where, and they address it, and they, which I think is kind of cool. No, man. I love it. It makes it very real. It makes because, it very real. Yeah, he comes back from Europe and has to kind of learn how to exist yeah. in this new world here. And 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 so it's very interesting. You can't, you can't just kick somebody's ass in the interrogation room because right? they're shit talking. Which you. is always the funny part is, is that me and AJ both say this. Like you want him when you're watching the show. <laughs> You're like, beat the fuck out of that guy. When he rolled whoop up his, his sleeve, ass, whoop his ass. We were now, cheering like it was a wrestling match yeah, on the couch. Now, we were like, yes! Let me tell you what. If it was you in that chair and you'd be like, <laughs> hey, 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 I got fucking rights here. Excuse me. I would never disrespect Christopher yeah. Maloney in my presence. So that would not be yeah. me in that chair. I got chair. a sad thing to tell everyone. The cast of SVU, okay? Uh, you're not going to get arrested by Benson or Elliot. All right? Damn I don't it. care who you are. Most likely, not saying I haven't met some met some good looking men and women Listen, in uniform. They are both most, 
gorgeous and they can both cuff me anytime will, they want, either usually, together or separately. You will not have that kind of same interaction <laughs> in the real world. Anytime. Law and Order is the same episode every single time. Like, the same thing happens on every Law and Order to the point that, like, you see the same types of characters on every Law and Order, you know? Like, the same types of people they bust out. Some of my personal favorites that they have, there is a guy who, while being questioned by homicide detectives, will not stop unloading crates. (laughs) Oh. Doesn't matter to this guy. Double rape and murder? Nah. He's gotta unload that van. The detectives show up with all these serious questions, and this guy is just like, Tony Ramirez? Yeah, I remember him. It's gonna go from Flint, Michigan, to Carbondale, Illinois, to Dallas, Texas, to El Paso, Texas, finally arriving in Oro Valley, Arizona. That's the road trip AJ's going to take. Sounds riveting. It, it really is through all the areas in the country where you want to go, you know, all the way <laughs> south of I-80, Illinois. I had all these grandiose ideas for this road trip that it was going to take me, like, past national parks and stuff. <laughs> And I could st- and see all these things across no, the country no. I have never seen. It's really not. It's You're sa- moving to Arizona. There's the Grand Canyon there. You get nothing else in between. I'm not even going to drive through. Like, I'm going to have to travel to that at some yeah. point. And look, I ain't giving you shit, man. Midwesterners, I was born in Kentucky, raised in Chicago. And I, 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 I always knew of the flatlands, man. My dad's side is from Iowa. So I... Southern Iowa. You know, I get the um, the the beauty of it, the solitude of it. No, but- I'm still excited. I'm, I'm going through places. Places I've never been. But so. I will tell you, when you mapped out AJ's trip, it is taking you through fucking bumfuck nowhere America. Like, there is not, until you hit Dallas, there like, ain't really shit that you've ever wanted to see along the way. I'm actually excited because I've never, I, I stopped at uh, an airport in Texas. Okay. That's Who it. hasn't? Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, so we have decided that um, since we are closing on our house and somebody needs to, you know, live in it, yeah. um, I'm actually going to be driving out there. In the first week of May, with our dog, our bird, mm-hmm. and our snake. Basically, yeah. all the animals that would be super hard to fly with. Cats, no big deal. Stuff them in a carrier, they're fine. Yeah. But I'm going to drive down there with like a car full of stuff and animals and and, and show up at our new house, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, AJ's going to be driving. I'm getting the brakes done on the car appreciate it thank you no problem they needed to be done i was gonna get them done before we were gonna ship the car to hawaii because it's cheaper to do it here than it is on the yeah. island yeah and then luckily i was really close to shipping my car good thing that didn't happen so i'm gonna get the brakes done get the oil change get it all lubed up you know get her uh That's some, what she said get her some protection i don't know give her a shotgun to like drive i with. actually i have pepper spray I, f- I found it in my hiking backpack i oh have pepper boy. spray there's nothing better than old crusty pepper spray i know, like maybe we should get some new pepper spray I do don't you know. know the number one uh cause of of of, of being pepper sprayed what is trying to pepper spray someone because <laughs> you don't know how to do it Spray it in the wrong direction. Well, it's like when my sister and I went hiking. <laughs> we went hiking just outside of Calgary, 
and we bought bear spray and like the guy at the co-op was like he he's like it's hard because i need to show you how to use it without actually using it it's kind of tough yeah because he's like the last thing you want to do is bear spray yourself (laughs) the dog the bounty hunter uses right is it bear spray on people that shit hurts. You yeah. ever been pepper sprayed, maced, anything? I have not. No. I have been, man. Ooh, not good times. No. You know, I, I do feel like I have a leg up because I am a six foot tall woman. You are not an ob like like, you know, we've watched enough murder porn um to know that you're not an obvious target. No. Like, like you are a tall gal. You're not like like if you're an eighteen year old female college freshman who's like five two. Five yeah. two, hundred and five pounds, yes, you're yeah. a target. But you are a woman. Uh, you're six foot. Yeah. You, I can uh, kick ass and take you, names. You know, wow. But, Glamazon. I, but I also don't want this to be the one time I don't Boy. take precautions and the one time, because, you know, that is a long ways to drive. And my dog, she's a 13 year old lady, man. She ain't, she's no attack dog. So pepper so, spray well, will be So good. you're going to do like three eight hour days and then you <sighs> wrap it with a four hour day, right? Yes. I do. I want to get to our house during the day simply because of the creepy crawlies that we have in the desert now. I don't want to show up and like there's a score because nobody's been in our house yeah. for months. The Hold guy on. is serving in Iraq. Our realtor was just in it. I was just on a FaceTime with her. Okay, good. I just saw her walking through it. She um, did not report any creepy crawlies. Well, yeah, it's not like we're, it's not an abandoned house. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I did want to arrive during the day. I find it funny though that Texas is so damn big. It's going to take me two full days to get through it. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I remember that my um, my first real job interview in radio was in San Angelo, Texas at KIXY, Kixie FM, and they measured everything in hours. That's how big Texas is. <laughs> they were pitching me on the town, and they go, you like uh, like shopping? Okay, movies? There's a good mall about two hours that way. Oh, mall two hours go, okay. away. <laughs> and then they go, hey, you like Mexican food, like Mexican girls? I go, yeah. Mexico about two hours that way. <laughs> Son of a bitch, man. I mean, but, but Texas really is well that big of a state. I two of my best friends that I've had for such a long time live in Texas, and just as soon as I found out I was driving through Texas, I thought, oh, I can stop and see them real quick because I don't know, you know, I'm going to make it back out there to visit them at some point. But yeah, I didn't realize like how big the state is, and one of them doesn't live anywhere. Near where I'm driving through. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. The other one is about 30 minutes west of Dallas, so we might arrange like a coffee meetup, a safe, you know, a socially distanced meetup, and we may not. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's an enormous state. I'm I'm a little nervous. I I just I'm more nervous about the driving. I hate driving. I get tired. I get irritable. Like, <laughs> and then like, I well, always, this is going to be just right up your alley. I always think the answer is like, Oh, get some coffee. And then you got to stop to pee no. three times. And then you're like, maybe I need something to eat. And then you eat something and you want to take a nap. Like, I'm just, I'm just nervous. I'm I've, nervous um, about it. The ones that I've done, the big ones by myself. I mean, if I know I'm the only one doing it, I think that will help. Yeah. If there's somebody with me that can like drive, then I feel like I milk it a well, little more, one, but this is just me. So. Eight hours is a good amount. That's a good amount because you can do four hours. You stop for lunch. Yeah. You get out. So you get out, walk the dog yeah, a little you bit. stretch. And then another, another four. four. I would say I can do five without stopping before I get real crappy. Yeah, but if you do the four and four, that's okay because, God, I did... I did Seattle back home before, and that one I did in two legs. I meant to ask you about that, by yes. the way. Um, so Pat drove, he had to drive his car back from Seattle yeah. to Appleton, Wisconsin. That's quite a drive. And you had your bird with you. I did have my bird. 
And I remember you made reservations at some like Bufu Nowhere Hotel in Idaho. Yes. And, and because you got stuck in a snowstorm in the mountains, you arrived at like 3 a.m., which I'm still pissed they charged you for the whole they night. They did charge me for the whole night. I'm like, dude, do I get a late checkout? He's like, 11. I'm like, 11? 11? It's 3 in the morning. 3 o'clock in the morning. Son of a bitch. Um, your bird, was it a pet-friendly hotel or did you just walk in with the bird? No, I just took the bird in, man. <laughs> See, that's the problem. AJ, much like, and she has passed this along to our son. It's a great... Um, character, uh, just a, a character um, trait. trait to have is they're, they they follow the rules. They're honest people. There's not an ounce of shade in them. They're very straight up. Some would even say gullible. Yeah. Um, but listen, I was raised a little bit of a different way where you'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. So it's not like I'm bringing a dog in that's, no. that's going to be barking well, or, or pooping on the floor. So it's a small bird. Yeah. So I checked in and then I found out that I could only sleep there for seven hours. And then I just literally went, uh, like through a side, through entrance, a side yeah. door. I, I went to the car and I got the bird and then I got my bag and then I went in the room. So here's my question. Go ahead. Obviously, the hotels I stay at will have to be pet friendly because we have a dog and she's not easy to yeah, hide. Yeah, you are carrying more of a caravan. Yeah, You're, and you have more. The dog, fine. Usually, that's the biggest concern. What do I do with the the snake? Does do he stay mean? in the car? No, you got to bring him in, man. You're going to have to update his uh, heating along the way. I'm sorry. What? We'll 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 talk about. Holy it. it's not shit! Hard. It's very easy. <laughs> no, snakes are very easy to move. That's all you really have to do. Is uh, update their their. Uh, Can he stay in the car service. if I update his lighting in the car? No, no, sorry, honey, you cannot have him in a. Uh, I don't know a tank uh, called a car when there's a sun going up and down. It'll be fine. No, oh it'll be God. easy. So you're going to be driving in this. This is going to be happening in May, and your goal is to get out there and set up the house. Yes, and what the under goal is, kind of my secret goal, is for AJ to really. Take some time to herself. And I very much appreciate that. Thank you. Because. My parents thought that was very nice of you. You know, I ended up out in Hawaii inadvertently. For four um, weeks. For four weeks. And then he ended up in Tucson for two weeks. For two weeks, yeah. And really for like maybe three of those weeks, I really had nothing to do. So I was really just (laughs) chill. Um, So, but AJ's um, a hustler and she's never stopped and and will never stop. And I just said, why don't you go out there and just kind of be and just exist yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I mean, there are a couple of, you know, fix-it projects I want to do around the house before anybody else is there to bother me, which is nice. But I also plan on just exploring Tucson and going hiking. I, I can't wait to, like, I don't know. I feel guilty when I ride my bike or go hike. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I'm doing something wrong as a mom. Like, I know it's it's mom guilt. It's You have it every second Crazy. of the day. But I'll like that. Well, I'll have mom guilt anyways because I'm not in Michigan with my kid. But I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to spending some time by myself and getting acclimated and making the house look all fly for you guys. And I'm just so curious to see if you have that moment where just all the work is finished. Cause I had that happen in Hawaii basically after our Hawaiian plans fell through and I had to uh, turn down the offer on my job and we had to kind of really change plans. For the record, I did tell him to stay out she there did, for the yeah. entire month because he had prepaid yeah. for the entire month. And I said, I am way too cheap to let you come home <laughs> when we've already paid for the but, stay. You know, because we had figured that out in probably about 12 days. So after yeah. that 12 days, there was this... It was like a half a month. You know, there was this half a month period where I go, well, should I go out to Tucson? Should I this? Should I that? And, and, and that's what AJ's like. You stay out there. Enjoy yourself. You've been working hard. You went care. to school. You did all this stuff. 
go have fun. And that's what I did. And there's a day that will come when all your work's done, when you have clicked out every document, you've made every phone call, you've made every text, and there's nothing else to do. I don't see that happening. And, and it's a quieting moment, man. It's a quieting moment, and it's it can be maddening. It can be deafening of a quiet moment. I was telling my sister today, she's redoing her kitchen in her house in Milwaukee, and I said that I had, she's going to paint her cabinets. And I said, I had already decided against doing that in our new house because I was going to. And then I said, but, were, yeah. but why? I'm like, that's a lot of work. I feel like as soon as I start, I'm going to regret it. Yeah. And who gives a shit that the, the cabinets are fine. So I said, I'm not going to do that. So there's already one thing off my checklist. Yeah. The house is like in great shape. It's ready to go. It's ready to go. I don't think I'm going to have as much to do as nope. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I will. Exactly. So you'll have time to be. I just can't wait to like float around in the pool by myself when nobody can bother me. Like nobody can come outside and ask me for anything. Nobody, I won't even have my phone out there. Like just, I'm going to be in the pool alone and that's going to be glorious. Which animal will give you the most grief on the drive out? Ooh, I don't know. Your bird, look like our dog, she hates car rides, but she also gets used to them really fast. It's weird because she's grown up with car rides. Like we've, we've never lived near family, so we've always driven to see people. So I don't know why she's sketchy about car rides. And I think after the first few hours, she'll be fine with it. And she's usually pretty quiet. She just kind of sits there and stares. Your bird, on the other hand, when we drove up to northern Michigan last weekend, she was, um, when she, she got real excited. She's chatty. And she started swinging on her toys, and she started mimicking the noises of the car. There you go. And it wasn't annoying. I mean, I, dr- I drove from Wisconsin to Michigan with her when we moved here. Yeah. But, um, I you feel- can put her in the front. She'll, you can get her a, a smaller cage. See, that would be cute. And she could like be in the be in the front with you. I I wouldn't mind that. I what I, if I, a trucker pulls up next to you? What if it's just like a you know <laughs> National Lampoon vacation when the hot chick pulls up next to Chevy Chase? But instead of it being a hot chick, it's a trucker, and he thinks you're the hot chick. And then he looks over, and then there's this bird next to you, like <laughs> swinging back and forth. I am going to be a literal driving circus, like a snake, a bird. And a dog in the car. You can make money Joe Exotic style along the way. You could stop at malls and, and take pictures with kids. <laughs> Five dollars. Five dollars. Take a picture of the steak. Don't say that. I like making money. I'll do it. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.